Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak. And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives. And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Alyssa. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. This is our first official episode of Table Flipping. I know, I'm so pumped. It's so awesome. It's such a good week to be starting, especially in the Bravo world. We got New Jersey premiere. Mm, We have Atlanta premiere. Atlanta premiere. We've got OC. Balls deep in OC. And then we got, later on, we're going to talk about the new Vanderpump Rules trailer that just launched with our good friend and guest, Abby Caldwell, who has some uh, insider deets to share with us. So we're pretty excited about that. What a time to be alive. I know. Truly, like, I don't have time to do anything else besides watch these shows at this point. <laughs> it's the best kind of homework I've ever had. It's, it's so, so good. great. I'm like, we're recording on Friday. I've got to watch all of these shows. And I'm, like, taking notes. Yeah. It's, we've it's given ourselves a real purpose. It doesn't feel like I'm <laughs> wasting away on my couch anymore. Exactly. It's now a productive productive uh, act to be watching Bravo all day. So that's awesome. The smartest thing we've ever done, honestly. I wanted to start with one of my favorite franchises and my favorite housewife, um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I Mm. wanted to share with you what Teresa Giudice or Giudice, depending on who you ask, (laughs) means to me. So I am a person who in my head uh, enjoys getting in a fight. (laughs) And in reality, that couldn't be farther from the truth. For sure. Like actual verbal fighting will just ruin my entire week. I'll just replay the conversation and like what I should have said and what I didn't do and how I could have been meaner and whatever. (laughs) And I have watched Teresa in awe like since the beginning because Mm. she just, she has a fire and she has a grit almost like almost like an athlete, you know, playing defense, like trying to turn the game around basically where she is no holds bar and goes after people with a vengeance. And I respect her so much for that. And then Mm. afterwards, she just has no shame about anything that happened. No, no, not an ounce of regret. She just like compartmentalizes how she acted in that moment and then doesn't think about how embarrassing or how like people perceive her. She's just fighting for herself and her family. And I respect that so much. Like some of my favorite (laughs) Teresa moments, obviously, we have the table flip yes but even better than that there's this sound bite of her at the posh fashion show in one of the earlier seasons still fighting with danielle staub where she's like i don't want to call you honey because you are all tag so i don't want to call you honey bitch is that better is bitch better because i was trying to be nice but do you like that better I don't want to call you honey. I want to call you bitch. Is bitch better? How about that? <laughs> bitch, bitch. And she just starts saying bitch over and over again. And in my mind, every time I'm in a fight, I'm like, just be like Teresa and call someone a bitch until they run away from yes. you. Yes. Um, so she's incredible. That moment's incredible. The moment where she like throws Andy on the couch in pursuit of Danielle Stop yes. for like talking about her family. I just... I'm so in awe of her, and I really try to model my fighting behavior after (laughs) her. Like, there was one specific moment recently where at my basketball game, I play on an all-female basketball team. There was a girl who was, like, 
bananas on the other team and like trying to talk shit to me and she was like she was like go fuck yourself like whatever in the game which is not allowed we're not allowed to curse technically (laughs) which is not allowed and (laughs) she like airballed and I was like nice shot and I wanted to be like (gasps) bitch you know (laughs) and then of course afterwards she like lost her mind after the game when we were all high-fiving and she was like hit me hit me and I was like what would Teresa do? And I did the opposite. I just like ran away. Oh my God, <laughs> Alyssa. But these That's are the such moments. such an insane story. Oh, it's wild. I, I mean, that was like a unique situation. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm ready to fight. I'm going to fight her next time I yeah. see her and be like Teresa Judice. And in reality, I'm like, oh my God, I don't think I can even go to the You're game. You're like away. <laughs> I'm like, that girl's going to be there. I don't know. It's going to ruin my whole month. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to cry. Or my teammates are going to be like, You're acting crazy. <laughs> Um, but that's why I love Teresa. That's She's such a good point. It is so refreshing that she does, uh, as Lisa Renna would say, own it. Yeah. And I love, I think it was just in the last night's episode in the premiere when uh, so many of the housewives across the franchises will be like, listen, I don't hold a grudge. Yes. Or like, listen, I don't want to hold a grudge. I just want to move forward. And Teresa will word for word be like, what? I hold grudges. Yeah. What? Yeah. And like, it's so <laughs> unapologetic. And like, yes. it doesn't worry about being likable in that way or, or worry about losing power. No. And can just totally own being so angry at everybody for all sure. the time. For sure. I mean, she is who she is. She's the queen of this franchise. She has her principles straight. Like, it's very easy to understand what Teresa wants from everybody. And yeah. I like that in a housewife. And unlike her sister-in-law, Melissa Gorga, who I mm. will always believe is a snake because she <gasps> talks out of two sides of her mouth. You even see it in this episode. She's like... I can't be around people gossiping about Teresa. That causes problems in my family. And then 10 seconds later, she's like, why did Teresa put that video on her Instagram? I'm like, Melissa, you are stirring the shit again. And this is what you always do. This is their dynamic. Well, and she, I think she does play victim to what we're talking about with Teresa, where she'll just be like, I I," like shrugging her shoulders. Like, I don't, it's just like my sister-in-law is so crazy. She's always yelling at me. Like I could never win. It's like, but you know her now and like, you know what makes her tick yeah. and like, you could also just know she did sort of the right thing yeah. at that dinner by being like, listen, like I can't, you know that this is not true. I got to yeah. stand up for my sister-in-law, but then doesn't even have the, the balls to say that to Teresa's face and be like, I did sort of stand yeah. up for you. It's like, I mean, I don't know. We've seen how, and I get it. I think like, it's interesting because these OG housewives like ne- a Nini or a Teresa, they're where they seem to get into trouble with their friends seem it often seems to me like they're asking for such blind loyalty in every single situation like yeah. there's no understanding or room for wiggle or for like anything in between just like I got up and I walked away but we have seen housewives do that and it's like Melissa this is your family Mm -hmm. we've watched many seasons of your family being torn apart by this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. if you really feel like you can't like have people talking badly about Teresa around you then just go to the bathroom like what are you doing yeah yeah (laughs) Um, how, so you're a little bit newer to New Jersey, oh, right? Oh, I am, but what a gift because yeah, I hadn't been watching it until we started working on this. And then I backed up and I watched the last three seasons, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and man, they're just my favorite because they're all so strong. Like yes. they're all very, and they're not, they're very fiercely in a real way strong and coming hot off of watching, especially the OC to slam the OC for a moment I feel like there's a lot of just like chest puffing and a lot of like, um, I don't even know what the word is, but they're trying to be what the Real Housewives of New Jersey are, which are very fierce, scary women. And what I love so much about New Jersey 
is the like really fascinating uh, marriages and yeah. family dynamics and how much they bring that into the show and how much they talk about it with each other. And there's, and it's funny since there is such an attitude of like, listen, you don't bring up each other's children right. and you don't diss each other's husbands. Yes. But at the same time, they're constantly talking about each other's <laughs> children and husbands. And I got so excited when you texted me. I was like, listen, I'm, I'm doing New Jersey. I'm like in it. And you texted me and were like, have you gotten to the husbands in the pool? And I was like, this is the best show on television. No, I haven't. And I'm so excited. And it did not disappoint. Yeah. And what a spectacular, I, I loved all of the, all of the women and the men fighting for each other. Oh, it's so amazing. I think it's cool too. You know, New Jersey, their families are very traditional. Like the male, female roles are very traditional. And some people might look at that and be like, it's not modern. It's not, you know, like mm -hmm. that's not necessarily how my life is shaped, but it's cool to see these women have power in those roles at yeah. home, you know? And like, even just, even though I don't necessarily agree with Jennifer's whole perspective like seeing her be like my role as a doctor's wife is really important like I am a walking billboard basically yes for his company that's a lot of pressure yeah I don't think that's something I could handle no like good for her for being like yes you're welcome I bring all these women to your practice yeah it was yeah the whole in this most recent episode when she throws the patient appreciation party yeah. it's so cringeworthy but kind of like a weird bizarre like first lady moment like yeah. she's treating it like she is a straight up first lady I will say one thing that I noticed that was super alarming to me is that like every single one of his um, office employees is women and he seems to be the only man in the yes, office yes it looks like the Kardashians work for him it's crazy that like they all took like, a group photo and yeah. I was like no 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 that's a question mark and I think the future in the future we may have some like issues very there. Bizarre. yeah and her whole she's like he works late every day yeah. and I'm like well look at his office girl yeah he is interesting because I thought when when he when they were first introduced he seemed a little apprehensive when he was on camera and then then in this most recent episode he's just like spilling the tea with her and yes. like throwing oh gosh what's her name um Jackie under the bus I hate Jackie Jackie is really really unlikable she thinks she's gonna come for Teresa Judice and I'm like you this woman is un fucking breakable yeah she went to prison <laughs> her fucking husband's in ice she was a stay-at-home mom who gave birth to her fourth kid on fucking camera and then her husband got sent away and she had to bring home the bacon and she like kept her fucking house for her kids like Jackie no amount of like column writing and like no, whatever else it's just like you're not coming for Teresa no. Judice I'm so sorry you can't wrap your mind around the fact <laughs> that there's a hierarchy here but you're just not gonna there's which she no, should considering she's a recent fan of the show, which was a conversation in the in the most recent reunion I was so fascinated by of Teresa just like throwing Jackie yes. under the bus. And she was like, you're a stalker because yeah. you came to my book signing. And it's such a bizarre shift that everybody was OK leaning into of like everybody watching like you and me watch. We're big fans of the show. Yeah. And so for Teresa to be stomping on her and be like, you're not a fan. You're a stalker. Yeah. It's like, wow, what a weird but shift that's that you why could do. Teresa is so good at fighting because she mm -hmm. will just go for the jugular. Like she doesn't think about anyone's feelings. She's no. just going to like hit you where you, where it hurts the most basically. Like yeah. calling Melissa Gorga a stripper for, <laughs> and like, that's the, mother of her like nieces and nephews yeah she just doesn't care and that's how I want to be <laughs> <laughs> you were like I cannot say this enough yeah I want to be her no it is it's so refreshing and it is 
yet she's really kind of untouchable because of it. Mm-hmm. But, and it makes people like, like I love how Dolores right now, I don't know if they're going to fight later in the season, but she seems like such a good handler yeah. of her and like knows they've known each other for so long. And she's kind of just cracked the code. Of, well, it's like what you said, everybody, you know what Teresa wants yes. from everybody. And Dolores is such a good peacekeeper at right. talking to her and like just being present with her and always being so fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. But now it looks like some crazy stuff's going to go down considering all of the stuff with her husband and being in yeah. ice and all of this like affair stuff. And how do you, it's such an unprecedented situation that everybody is going to have an opinion about. Yeah. And I personally feel, and we should, t- I think we should talk about the ice situation a little bit, but you know, this woman has been through hell in a way that these other housewives cannot imagine. Mm. If she wants to hang out with other men, especially when her husband has been accused of cheating on her through their entire relationship, just fuck off. Yeah. Just <laughs> let, let her, her live. Like, Leave her alone, you know? Like, ask how her kids are doing. Why are you contributing to this turmoil in her life? Who cares? Because you're thirsty and you want a storyline. That's Mm -hmm. why. Yeah. You know? Like, who fucking cares? If she's making out with a 26-year-old, I don't care. She deserves it. (laughs) Let her make out in peace. out. You know? I don't know. That's how I feel. I know. But everybody's going to have an opinion about it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I think it's, it's crazy that there is, that anybody in this position who, especially like them, are so close to the situation could accuse her of being anything less than completely invested in her family and doing everything she can to protect them and she seems like her and the girls and like just the way Gia was talking about it too are like so so involved and like so constantly inundated with all of this like legal stuff and all these horrible things that are happening to their family so to accuse her of not only having these affairs but then saying that like she should really be there for her girls I'm like what will the girls think like she's there for them constantly I know she's building them a freaking pool in the middle yeah, of the winter for them which is such a bizarre only one scene. person like shepherding around four humans to like activities in school and whatever yeah. even just that is hard I mean come on leave her alone <laughs> yeah very strange yeah um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, uh, the, the one thing I will say, so Jersey to me, like when I first started watching it is a very different, um, type of glamour and type of franchise and whatever. And I, so my boyfriend is from Philly and he has family that is, lives in New Jersey and is from New Jersey. And before I watched New Jersey, I would go visit them and I would be like, why is everyone's so mad at each other (laughs) all the time. And then I watched New Jersey and I was like, oh, they just, that's just how they, that's just like, they speak very loudly at each other. Yeah, it's just a volume (laughs) Like it's very normal, I guess. That in in the way that like an LA vocal fry is sort of normal because I'm from LA. So it was just, it really helped me acclimate to the culture over there. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) No, there's an East, East Coast passive aggression is not very passive like all of these dinner scenes where like all these issues are kind of dug up like it'll be Teresa being like well you should just tell your husband that he should come visit his father more like that stuff comes out so much easier on the east coast I think than on and then here and there's no just like can we go talk outside there's none of that (laughs) happening it's like we're gonna talk very loudly right here and everybody is very involved yeah it's great I love it is very great Okay, let's uh let's talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Atlanta. First, I wanted to share with you. So Ooh. again, this is you're you're a little bit newer to this franchise as well, which mm-hmm. is so excellent. It's one of the best. Um, Candy Burris, right? Yes. Um, she I think arguably is like one of the most 
genius housewives as a businesswoman. Mm. She is a songwriter, and I want to share with She's you. A songwriter. She's a songwriter, and I want to share with you some of her credits that she okay. has. She wrote No Scrubs. What? Bills, Bills, Bills by Destiny Child. Uh, there You Go by Pink, which lesser known but still dearer to my heart. It Makes Me Ill by NSYNC. What? Yeah. Uh, Bugaboo. And then she got a credit on the new Ariana Grande, Break Up With Your Girlfriend Because I'm Bored, song Because They Sampled, It Makes Me Ill. And then I literally realized this on the way driving to record this podcast. Candy herself wrote and sang the song. Do you remember the song, Don't Think I'm Not? If you're out in the club, don't think yes. I'm not. Okay, so that's Candy. What? Isn't that insane? Yeah. How do you, why do you, what a multi-talented person. She's a genius. She's like a restaurant owner. Because she's a restaurant owner. Yeah, yeah. She was in a group when she was younger as a singer. She's a songwriter. She's a producer. I mean, she's just like multi-talented. And I also now feel like looking at all these credits that she basically shaped all my thoughts and feelings as a preteen. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe has a writing credit on like every single Now 5 song. Yeah, what a bizarre thing to discover. Yeah. I was thinking of her as so much of like a food goddess. Right. Because of their her brilliant business. Yeah. So that's something that like it comes out sometimes like she used to record her own songs on the show and you, you know, because like the Countess has a song and other yeah. people have a song where it's they're not exactly playing at the level of a real artist so it's a little confusing but then when you look at candy's credits you're like oh my god, like, oh my god she, she has a gift legitimately yeah. like is an incredible songwriter yeah yeah she's so good wow okay so what did we think of this episode this episode was the episode of babies yes it's so interesting uh trying to just like quickly digest as much of previous seasons as I could leading up to this episode. And then like, so, it felt like so much energetically changed now that there's all these babies and all these pregnancies and like watching like poor Portia almost yeah. moved me to tears at the beginning. That was so sad. And of course the like heavy handed way that they edited it, like at first made it look like he died. I, know. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? But to watch the juxtaposition of her with her baby and uh Kenya is it Kenya yeah. yeah Kenya's adorable baby and how happy she is and she's glowing and just oh my gosh so it's it was very sad and very real I know. and then watching their little powwow together of the two of them being like we have had issues in the past we right. want to move forward which everybody says and everybody does but with them just sitting I there know. holding their babies it felt so they were like we don't want our babies to hold grudges I these know. like two adorable little infants but it was interesting. I love to see that change them a little bit. Their very first yeah. party is this like baby party. But then to also in a, such a classic, like really catty housewife's way to be mad at Eva for yeah. not bringing her baby to the party. Like how that yeah. became beef had me cracking up. I or will like, say Why also, didn't you bring your baby? Yes. <laughs> like, and like whatever there's, I guess, an argument to be had either way. But like Eva, you're fully pregnant. There is a baby at the party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
if you're worried about someone getting attacked, like you're yeah, still a pregnant you still woman. Have, you have child yeah. with you. So like yeah. one more child, I don't think would have been that much of a risk, but yeah. that child's like active and like probably less sensitive to the, yeah. than the baby inside yeah. you. But yeah, very, very Kenya to be like, okay, well, she's never invited to anything ever again, which yes. <laughs> is amazing. It's, I was like, oh, this is like turned from something that's so sweet, but we're still going to use as a tool to just like create drama that I love. And then I thought that the conversation with, uh, with Kenya Andy about yeah. her surrogate was really interesting. I, I thought that was really like sweet and honest that she was just kind of talking about how it felt disconnected she felt. And then to have her husband be like, I think it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to see this journey because last season it was flipped. So her husband was a little bit unsure. He was like, it's weird for some other woman to be carrying my child. And then she was like, well, let's do it. Cause I don't want to have fibroid surgery yeah. again. And I've never seen anyone go through this journey on television before. Mm. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they don't skip around on it too much. Like I hope they really get into what their relationship with the surrogate is like, cause it's cool and it's fascinating. And I like, I'm sure a lot of women have questions about how that goes. And I think it's cool that Candy's putting that on the show. Yeah. I was excited about that. And just like her having her son who's like, she's getting it at a store. Yeah. Like we need to bring the son to an appointment. So so like he can start to really understand what's going on. So I was just like so into all of these, these like little baby and mother relationship plot and how it was like kind of changing them. And I know it's the first episode, so it starts off like nice, nice and mellow before shit gets cray cray. This episode really felt to me like clear the runway. We're like backing up. We're like backing (laughs) up to get a fucking running start. Like, cause we don't even have Nini yet. Mm -mm. So it's like. Uh, they're like, let's ease you into everyone's situation for like where this is gonna go. The in, one another interesting thing to me was um, in all the flashbacks when they were showing like Kenya and Portia's issues, uh, they didn't show that Portia has had quite a few like rage assault issues mm. and uh, assaulted Kenya. The you know the clip with uh, Kenya say like with the megaphone saying like you're a dumb yes. hoe. So that ended with Portia getting off the couch and attacking her and they had to be separated and literally every single housewife had to wrestle Portia to the ground and she was like screaming. Oh my screaming. God. So I found it very interesting that they did not replay that. Yeah. Maybe for like a legal reason or something. I don't know. That is interesting. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go straight to that? Yeah. So like that baby moment is truly like the fact that they can even sit next to each other is like a huge win, you know? Well, and it's interesting to see too, someone who has so much, like we were talking about the anger with Teresa and stuff that Portia has so much fight in her and is so angry and is now, she just felt so defeated and a little lost with the situation that she's in. And there was a little bit of, you know, a Khloe Kardashian type thing where she Mm -hmm. was like, listen, I don't want to sit here and like make him out to be a villain. I don't even want to open up to my mom and my sister about yeah. all of the terrible things he's done because I, at the end of the day, as they say, I'm also keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> at the end of the day, I want, this is the father of my baby and I want them to have a relationship. It's like, what a shitty situation to be in. And then for her to be so kind of sobered by it and be that person who mm-hmm. was just tackling people to the ground yeah. is very sad and interesting. It's like, it's, it's a bummer. It's un. It's 
it's sad to me that so she the when we first met Portia a long time ago she was married to this asshole who was like very controlling like they there was one time where they you know she wasn't allowed to go on a girls trip and they were all going to go to a strip club for fun and she had to like sit that out you know just Mm -hmm. stuff standard housewife stuff like that (laughs) like that you see with a lot of characters on the show and then you really see Portia I mean she divorced that guy and she comes into her own and last season she was like such a sparkling shining like source of comedy for the show and she was so happy and she finally got the baby that she wanted even though a lot of people were like hey this dude has like other women's names tattooed on him they were like we're moving forward we're not gonna be you know getting into the shit with this like it's just we're gonna create a family and just to have that ripped away from her and then also I'm not totally convinced that she doesn't permanently leave him you know yeah like yeah the previews. that's what seems like a big bummer about it and that's also another reason why you like wouldn't share everything with your family exactly yeah it's yeah. exactly that it's her being like well we are gonna have to figure this out and him sending all the roses I, I was yelling at my tv yeah. it was so annoying and they're pink like ugh, I know I was I hated that like Bad. don't dude don't and the the situation like all the headlines about him seemed really crazy really crazy and insane but to have that do you think that sincerely Uh the girl who is accused of being one of the women is going to be featured in the show a lot like that little cameo of hers in this premiere where she's like I'm accused of being one of the mistresses but I have never met the man Maybe. I mean, she did have, like, her makeup was really good. Yeah, she was not there by <laughs> accident. Yeah, she was like, could I sit down at this open chair that's in frame? Yeah. And they were all like, yeah, oh, my God, go for it. I really liked her eyeshadow. Every yeah, time her- I watch a Housewives, I start doing, like, crazier and crazier eyeshadow, and then my boyfriend has to be like, <laughs> what did you do today? <laughs> what did you do I'm today? I'm like, I watched Teresa wake up with a full smoky eye and lashes at 10 a.m. So like, what do you want? what do you want me to do? <laughs> Who was it? Um... Is it, it's Cynthia who was on the train and was like, my yes. boyfriend doesn't like when I'm wearing makeup. And she has that full, beautiful beat. I don't know. She, was that Yeah, Cynthia? she I was can't on. Remember. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm not even thinking of the premiere. It was a while ago. It was, I went back and was re-watching some old episodes. But she had, they all have, especially Atlanta, yeah. have the most insane makeup. Yeah. Like, they, I just love everything that they do. Even their, like, more subtle, like, natural looks are just so yeah. breathtaking. And she is in this, like, beautiful full beat. Her eyes look insane. She has beautiful lip gloss. And she's like, I actually, he doesn't really like me with makeup. I and I was like, what? <laughs> but you're an artist. Yeah. How can you not? You are so spectacularly beautiful. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because I keep saying it's interesting. I'm going to have to, like, find a different word. <laughs> um, she is, you know, I think a lot of the husbands sort of expect their wives to be done up all the time, yeah. you know? And it's interesting to see that Mike Hill is the opposite and he's like hey you know I like you natural but I don't know it's we'll see where this goes because which I I thought that moment when she took her wig off was like very sweet yes I thought that was cute yeah um but I, you know, I'm very like, let women live. If we want to do a hot pink eyeshadow with like three fourths of our boobies out, like that's amazing. If we don't want to put off, you know, if we're in like athleisure and we don't want to do any makeup, like that's amazing. Don't weigh in, like yeah. leave us alone <laughs> because there's a version of that guy either way that starts to get controlling. I don't, I hope Mike Hill is not controlling. He yeah. seems like the first like normal no, he guy. He seems very mellow. Yeah. yeah. But you know, TBD. Yeah. If it's like, he doesn't like when I wear any makeup. I don't know. My boyfriend's kind of like that too. And then I'm like, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Mine will ask if I'm doing the deluxe package when I start to put makeup on. Which what means does that It mean? means that I'm going to take longer and put more effort into oh, it. okay. And then we do the express where he's like, you could just do the express for this, oh. right? Which is like, that will only take a few minutes. He's That's like, you're going to look great no matter what. But like, how much time are we talking? Because if I'm going to do hot pink eyeshadow, as we said, it's going to take a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm at a place where it's just like, hey, let's plan what the process of leaving this apartment yeah. is going to be. <laughs> so what time would you like to be sitting in the car? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to back that up. Give me one hour in our bathroom and do not speak to me. And just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And if you speak to me, that adds time. Yes. So that's on you. Yes. If we're late, yeah. you know. We also have recently established where I'm like, you can't, you cannot come in the room if I'm putting eyeliner on. Yeah. Like don't come into the room. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Like yeah. what? Just, just, you have to understand that. And you would think having like a pen up to your eyeball yeah. in any, anybody would look at that and go, this seems like a precarious, dangerous situation. I shouldn't touch them. No, they don't see it. But man, he'll like come in for a high five I know. or just come in and start talking. And I'm like, Michael leave me alone. Michael stand like literally two inches from me. And I'm like, do you see what, do you <laughs> see? There's a bunch of shit on my There's face. There's so much going on. I have on. brushes in my hand. There's like a hot tool yeah. that will burn your ass if you come <laughs> if you come close to my face your face is gonna get burned no nothing he's like I miss you I'm like great <laughs> we, great we live together like, I'll see you in 30 give me a minute <laughs> no he's great and I I'm it's great I'm so happy that he loves me so that's good I wanted to I think that he you should break up with him okay this perfect is, yeah but we could talk about that in our next episode great the other thing that I thought was very funny was uh in that very sweet moment between Portia and Ken yet Portia's little baby's like trying to nurse on her like hard rhinestone top and I'm like I, I'm sure the rhinestones have like lead in them or something yeah. I I don't know I, I just thought that I was had the same silly. thought where I was like oh that's cute and then I was like oh no that baby is suckling on sequins <laughs> that, that can is be good. not cute at all yeah um, let's talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Orange County yes I have just one sentence to contribute <laughs> take Tamra down yes take her down take Tamra down I am over it I'm she's so bad at what she's trying to do it's so thinly veiled everything like oh my god I I am very over this franchise at the moment especially with the just like the talking out of two sides of her mouth yeah. and then sitting in that car in the most recent episode between Vicky and Shannon and saying, well, no, I didn't hear anything from Kelly, from Kelly, except that she did. And when she said uh, she doesn't want to come to the birthday party, she would rather come to the funeral. <gasps> I know. And her like fake gasp. I, I am. Oh, it. And it's like, this is not the first time we've seen the fake gasp. Yeah. The season started with her going, are you talking about Kelly Dodd doing a train with eight guys? Is I that know. what you're talking about? <gasps> Oops, did it's I like, say that? It's so, it's such a, like, don't insult me. I already know I'm, yeah. I'm obsessing over Real Housewives. Don't insult it's me, like Tamara. It's like the extremely dumbed down version of what Lisa Vanderpump was accused of doing. Yes. You know? Yeah. Where yeah. she just goes, oh, I didn't, oh, I, oh, 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 oh. And you're like, Tamara, you've been on this show since season one of the original season yeah. of Housewives. Like, you know you what be you're better doing. better at this. Like, come on, hide. I just yeah I don't know how anyone on the show is still friends with her no it's bizarre and she's so yeah she's so obvious at what she's doing nothing like she's not smart enough about doing anything off camera 
Uh, I also hated the Tamara that was like a mean bully to Megan at the yeah. Arizona retreat. She's like, well, you didn't invite us. I was like, yeah. that's not a good look for you either, Tamara. Like, no. you're either fake and you're everybody's friend or you're like trying to be the bully. That's such an interesting comparison. I do think that she is trying to be Lisa Vanderpump. And Lisa was so much more sly and smart about it. Yeah, because she tricks people into saying the shit that she doesn't want to yeah. say. And then afterwards, they're like, wait a second, it was a setup. Tamara's just like out in the open just tattletailing on everybody. And I'm, I understand why Vicky's still friends with her because nobody wants to be friends with Vicky at this point. Yeah. But like, I mean, Shannon, I think, sort of seeks approval in like a very cliquish high school girl way. Yeah. So she's like, likes to be accepted and likes to have someone to sort of call on at any time. But Kelly, I'm like, you're too smart for this. Yeah. And I think she's, I think Kelly Dodd is about to like rally the troops and like I take hope her down. so. I, re yeah, I certainly hope that the reunion also looks like that. Yeah. That, that Tamara is really like taken down from her little position of power. Also, Tamara, I'm so sorry. Please stop showing your boobs that you've had augmented a million times. They look like they've been yeah. augmented a million Even times. Even blurred out, they're scary. Also, like if you want a relationship with your daughter, like maybe chill out on that. You yeah. know, like your daughter's embarrassed by you. She doesn't want to be associated with this. I'm sorry, like, I, I, look, I'm all for flashing, whatever you want to do, but specifically <laughs> Tamara's boobs make me so sad for so many reasons. Well, and, and it feels like everything about the way that the season is going and that whole franchise is, like I said, it's all the worst parts about yeah. Housewives things right now. I think it's like very sloppy. It's like every episode ends up with like them trying to dance on tables, but they fall on the floor. Yeah. and. That's fun every once in a while. There's like a fun, like the Real Housewives of New York has good episodes like that where they all like go to an island and yeah. like shit gets crazy. But I'm kind of over every episode is everybody like falling on the ground and smooshing food in each other's faces and calling each other horrible names. And it's like, I don't care as much because yeah. I'm not having as many real moments or interesting. It feels like everybody's just fighting for screen time. It also feels like they know the formula. You know, yeah. where it's like, so-and-so said this about so-and-so. And then it's like, oh, my God, <gasps> I could never, yeah. like, I'll, don't worry. You can trust me. I won't tell them. And then they go and tell them. And then there's a whole thing about, like, Kelly, they're talking behind your back. Well, they're talking behind your back. It's like, can we have a real problem here? Mm -hmm. Like, can someone's husband go to prison? Like, <laughs> where on, is OC, the fake step it up. cancer? Like, What do you think about Bronwyn? I don't know. She, her, uh, I don't know. She's she scares me <laughs> um she's an interesting housewife mm. she's not doing bad for her first season mm -hmm. I'm scared for her daughter yeah uh, her oldest daughter I don't think that going from the dance world to going to fashion is the best environment for a 16 year old who has a severe eating, eating disorder. disorder yeah um I I love that she's has a creative outlet but that's that just scares me you know yeah um the husband is interesting he is fascinating him looking at the when they went to their daughter's fashion show and like pulling out all the leotards and all the tops and was like these are wait till you see this on I was like what a I love that you're hands-on and I guess you have to be if you have seven kids but he this is a kind of bizarre especially since she portrays him in such a sexual way yeah talks so much about the sex that they have and they have this apartment where they go and have sex in this apartment I know and every time he's on camera he's so kind of like Goofy and yeah. like he's very passive, and it is a weird uh, kind of different family dynamic that I've seen. He's wearing some weird jewelry too. He does wear a lot of jewelry, which I just like. I really don't like 
men wearing jewelry. I'm sorry. I don't, it's like, <laughs> but that jewelry specifically, it looks like it has some meaning to him. And I'm like, what is it? Yeah. What is this like, this looks like a tchotchke that you bought, like, you know, at a farmer's market that someone like carved out of wood or yeah, something. Yeah, a lot of wood, sure a lot of like, like seashells. $700 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, their whole, their whole situation is very interesting to me, which is why she's a good interesting. We do have to find a new, a fascinating. Um, I really hate Emily's husband, Shane. Oh, with the bread. Fuck Shane. That's yeah, awful. Fuck him. He sucks. I fucking hate men who are like, what? I'm joking around. I'm joking. You can't take a joke. It's a joke. I'm being sarcastic. Do you know what sarcasm is? It's like you are, by you saying that, it implies that you don't think your wife understands humor. And guess yeah. what, buddy? I fucking understand humor and you're just being an asshole. <laughs> you're just being a jerk. Yeah. And I'm I sorry, think what redeeming qualities do you have? No. Yeah, he has to be. Because like we've seen it with like David Bedore where when these men start to like seemingly openly hate their wives mm -hmm. it's like you're fucking somebody else yeah yeah <laughs> you know? yeah you're he's so resentful yeah and they and they talk about I felt so bad when he came uh to Vegas mm -hmm. after her show and she was so open like honestly happy that he showed up and was so grateful and and she and it was so impressed by something like dude it wasn't that he was mean I to know. you about this trip he did skip your show like he should come as an apology, not as a gift. Yeah. And then for her, and then still immediately he went into just like being mean to her and kind of teasing her. And she, you could just watch her deflate in a way that was such a bummer to me. And all the other housewives feel the same. Like all of them are like, he yeah. kind of sucks. It's, this whole thing is like super shitty. I felt so sad in her interview where she was like, I don't know what to do. You know, she was crying and saying, mm -hmm. I have young kids. And it's like, I get that she's trying to make this marriage work for her family. But she's like literally trapped. Like yeah. there's no good option. Well, it wasn't it a kind of scary real moment where in her testimonial she was like the greatest gift I've given my kids is their dad like he's a spectacular yeah. and she seemed so so honest about it she was like he, he's a spectacular dad like I know he's he can be mean with me and that yeah. we can have all these miscommunications and we could fight but I've never been disappointed in his role as a dad and she said the same thing talking to um who has the the East Coast accent that I love so much. Oh, Gina. Gina. Is they it went on East Coast. It's like East Coast plus Valley Girl or yeah, something. Yeah, she talks like this. It's like so crazy. So and crazy. Just be like, I slept with my husband. But by they the went way, on that husband, I'm so scared of what he's gonna do to her in the future. I know. He's yeah. all talk about crazy. Wow. I guess OC is juicy because the husbands and boyfriend situations are so weird. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just like I'm not entertained as much by like a a very shitty controlling man anymore. Cause like, that's no, that's just like where we're starting from, you know, yeah. <laughs> like we came from like Brooks who was fully dirty Johnning, Vicky, yes. you know? So I guess the bar is really high, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel sad for both of them cause they have such young kids. It seems like they're just trying to work it out. I know. And then, yeah. And they feel very like they immediately, it's sad to me that when they start these, the discussions about separating and divorcing and they're just like we're single moms and the brunt of all of the responsibility and the yeah. time with these little kids is all them and then the guy just gets to fucking go move into like an apartment in los angeles yeah. and just is like oh it's so frustrating to me yeah because then they can't really have lives and the guys just be like i'm gonna go yeah Ugh. well um what do you think anything else anything else you want to talk about oh gosh i had you know I feel like f 
those are the headlines. Those for are this the big week. headlines. Um, and we have a wonderful interview coming up uh, with yes. writer Abby Caldwell. She's going to talk to us about um, Stassi as a mean girl that you can root for. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has, she lives very close to all the Lisa Vanderpump uh, West Hollywood properties. So she always yes. has like good insight on, you know, sightings. She's and got her like finger that. on the pulse. Yeah. Um, Love that. So we'll be back with that after a word from our sponsors. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Because we just started, and this is just for fun. So we'll just get right into it. (laughs) Yay! Yay! All right, well, we're so excited to have Abby Caldwell, my very good friend and writer that I met on the show Fresh Off the Boat, R.I.P. R.I.P. And (laughs) Abby is a great first guest for us to have because she really cracked open the Bravo universe for me, and she was the person who sort of explained to me that we watch reality TV for the villains and not the heroes, um, which is kind of a foreign concept if you haven't, you know, if you watch The Bachelor a little bit, you're kind of rooting for the person to fall in love. But in Bravo, it's really the, like, Jaxes, Stassis, those kinds of people who sort of act out in a way that's not great, like a therapist wouldn't approve of it, but that's really <laughs> what holds the show together. Yeah, when somebody is a kind, decent person, I want them off the show immediately. <laughs> amazing, Boring. Amazing. Boring snooze. So today we're going to talk about um, one of Stassi's most infamous quotes, I am the devil and don't you forget it. <laughs> from the pilot episode of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Yeah. That was just from the pilot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's right. I watched this um, this thing that nobody else seems to have seen that was like a behind the scenes of Vanderpump Rules where they interview the producers. Has anyone seen that? No. no. It was like a 30-minute special that was on Bravo one day that I might have dreamed, but oh I God. think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking, it was the like talking heads of the producers talking about how they came up with the show and how they made the show. And they were saying that like when they were shooting that scene mm-hmm. at that terrible restaurant on Fairfax, it's like, I'm, it's across from the Grove. Patio. Tart. Yeah. I want to say. Mm. That's a bad one. Yeah. It was Sorry. there. Tart. And if when they t- were shooting that, they were like, like she said that and they were all like, Oh my God, we have a great show yes. on our hands. They yes. were like, there is magic in the air. Totally yeah. unproduced, she said that. Wow. Yeah. So that's amazing. Stassi's a genius. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember in the first season, even though I could see that she was the mean girl and that she was bossing everyone around, I didn't disagree with any of her points. No. And I remember that we've talked about this before. No, she's 100% right. I mean, she is Regina George. Yeah. And I always say that I totally agree with Regina George when she says about Aaron Samuels, all he cares about is school and his mom and his friends. And I'm like, I totally hear her point. It's like that is super annoying when someone's like obsessed with her mom. And like that's how I feel like Stassi is speaking the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So for me, when I was um, in high school, I was not a queen bee at all. I was not the head of a group of popular girls. And I wanted to ask Abby a little bit about what her social status in high school was. Mm. So this is tough to say out loud. <laughs> but, 
I was the captain of the cheerleading squad. Okay. Oh my god. I know. This is actually the perfect day for us to be recording this because last night I picked up from this weird uh sort of industrial park in Culver City, I dropped off all of these home videos that I got from my house in Charlotte, North Carolina. Amazing. And I dropped them off to be like turned into like computer video. <laughs> what is that called? Computer <laughs> video. videos. Like a, a, a yeah. dot MOV. Exactly. Yes. Okay. A quick time, if you will. I like computer videos. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I was watching my own origin story and it was hard to see. But one of them was my cheerleading tryout. Like when I was like practicing my cheerleading tryout and I thought it was going to be really cringy, but I was like, I'm pretty good. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so you were practicing, like, at home? Yeah, I, I was, like, at this weird, like, tumbling gym that I used mm-hmm. to take tumbling lessons at, which I could never really nail because there's so much of me. I also think part of Stassi being a quote-unquote mean girl mm-hmm. is that she's just more intelligent than her friends. She's really smart. Yeah. I always say that about her. Like, she is really, really intelligent. Yeah. And, like, her, you know, she's a writer. Mm-hmm. What was the name? I was just rewatching the pilot and like then whatever the name of Lisa and Pandora's like janky website is. Oh, what was the it? The divine. The divine. Yes. Divine addiction. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa's like Stassi writes for our website, the divine addiction. Yeah. I'm like, you don't say that out loud. Yeah. That's embarrassing for you. I think it's, yeah, it's just, for me, it's like in order to be effectively mean, you have to be smarter than everyone Mm -hmm. because otherwise they can take you down a peg. And the reason why no Mm -hmm. one could take her down is because she's just, I mean, she's certainly a a huge cut above Sheena. Well, I mean, Uh, smartest kid in the dumb class. Yeah, and Kristen and Katie, I mean, Katie becomes a different type of evil eventually, Mm -hmm. but they're just not as creative as Stassi. No, her words are venomous. Yeah. Like she can cut you down instantly. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I mean, she says in that pilot episode, she's like talking about Sheena and she's like, Sheena's just so below me in terms of class. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a waitress. Yeah. <laughs> but she, but I believed her when she said it. Cause like the way that she's speaking, she's very highly educated. She's mm-hmm. like, I went to an all girls school in new Orleans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to being, you know, being a queen bee mm-hmm. in your social circle, which is not something all of us have experienced, no. but you have, it seems like. Here's what I will say about it though. I, w- I wouldn't say I was a queen bee. I would say that I was desperate to be a queen bee sure and there's a little bit of that yeah. too because what it's it's fascinating to see Stasi melt down in a way that normally you wouldn't see a mean girl present mm-hmm. you know like at her birthday and these birthday meltdowns originally in the first seasons I think they're warranted but mm-hmm. eventually she just keeps <laughs> sort of like having an alcohol problem and oh yeah they are Full alcoholics, yeah. all of them. So it's interesting to see Stassi sort of like lose her grip on the group as thing as people start to turn on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why it's like she's you you can empathize with her even though she's being so mean to everybody. Yeah. Um, and that's why she continues to be someone that we we stand. Well, the thing about her <laughs> queen beatum, which is like a true queen bee, I think, is that it's so effortless. Mm-hmm. Like it's just who she is. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like my desperation was so <laughs> effortful. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I've, like in movies, cool people are cheerleaders, so I'll be a cheerleader and that will make <laughs> me cool. Wasn't exactly a one-to-one, but I was I was working really hard. Yeah. Whereas Stassi just like does not work hard. Yeah, that's her. Or she just assumes that that's her title. Mm-hmm. And there's right. a very like kind of resolute confidence that's just like, well, I am 
the queen. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and she and is. The, and her losing grip is just like her freaking out about other stuff. But mm-hmm. it's like never about her status, really. Like, well, she says in the pilot, she's like talking about her mom. And she's like, my mom always told me I'm a descendant of a Swedish princess. Yeah. So I try to behave that way. <laughs> and it's like she's, yeah. this, she's, she's like, manifesting I am it. royalty. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had Which that would also yeah. be something, it's something I admire so much in watching her, but something I would want to strangle if we were friends. Oh, she's I think, a like, monster. as much as I do really love her and mm-hmm. I think she's so great to watch, like, could I be roommates with her? No. <laughs> it's so intoxicating, though. It's like, I could, yeah. I, I would be, I would try to be friends with her. If she, yeah, if you were in her, her good side, yeah. Because be she's cool. just one of those people that, like, when you're in her orbit, it's just like, it yeah. makes you feel amazing. I can see myself, her, her just being like, just go steal that Chanel. Bag like okay being like okay no problem <laughs> and then my mom being like why are you in jail and i'd be like i was hanging out with stassi and she really wanted me to get a chanel bag for her so i did yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah and i also think another part of her queen beatum is uh her shiny shiny blonde hair <gasps> oh my gosh it's so it's yeah, honestly she looks the, the part. saddest part of the show that she fucked up her hair <laughs> she fucked it up and like she can't get it back no yeah. it's so upsetting I remember don't know that first happened. reunion when she had oh like not not the first season reunion but i think it was like the second season reunion when like she had that like white wave. oh yeah 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 you know what when she, she went it white up. it was like oh very bad she like aged herself 30 years she has aged herself a lot with yeah. the spray tanning and with the filler i mean fillers are the problem she's puffing her face out Mm -hmm. and it doesn't look good i think recently she said like oh we were all overdoing it on the botox and then we kind of saw ourselves in the light and we were like why didn't anyone tell us we look like monsters yeah but i like monsters that are screaming and crying and like can't move their face i think that's fun well (laughs) sheena gets botox every month yeah sheena does since she was 25 what yeah and andy cohen was even like i think it ages you which is very rude <laughs> which is so rude but it's kind of true <laughs> but yeah i mean she gets it every single month like she said that on her instagram before and she gets so much it's too much no girl, she gets so stop. much she's getting it's like the second it starts to fade she's like "Ooh, gotta get back in that chair yeah um, I loved the, just speaking of Sheena, I loved the recent plot that felt so L.A. to me about how angry everyone was at her for moving to the West Side. Yeah. It was like, I was like, how are other audiences like connecting with this? But pe- all the talking heads of people being like, I am just not dragging my ass all the way over there. Yeah. It's so far away. The rest of America must be like, why don't, why do they hate the beach? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my friends, I thought they all lived on the beach. My friends <laughs> on the East Coast texted me when that happened. They were like, is it really that far? Because do- I looked it up on a map. It doesn't look that far. I'm like, it is, though. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's really drive. far. Look, I'm the only West Sider here. I live in Venice, and I have had my eyes peeled for Sheena. And the- <laughs> you haven't seen her? No. So the only peeled. time I saw her was when I went to a free OK Magazine <laughs> workout that was hosted oh, on yeah. the beach by Sheena and her personal trainer, which, by the way, was totally worth it. I got a lot of compliments on my push-ups, which was, like, best day of my life. Oh, my gosh. Truly, I'm so bad at push-ups, and the only reason they were good that day is because I was trying so hard to impress Sheena. <laughs> wow, what a wow. workout. Motivator. Like, yeah, motivator. Yeah. Do you think really that good. her – I mean, she works out so much, and she eats, like, nothing like, since she had her big body turn. Yeah. But do you think it's worth it? I don't think it's worth it. Because I think she looks good, but I'm like, I don't know. I mean – she doesn't look so good Let that I'm, I mean, here's the thing. When I was there, her personal trainer was doing a lot of the Seth. heavy lifting. Yes. Who I also follow on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm, same. 
I think Sheena, I think she had an overhaul for her entire body, like, after she saw her own wedding photos, yeah. which is dark and sad. Top, mm-hmm. yeah. But she, I don't think that she's doing as much as she's presenting. I think she's only doing a limited amount for her Instagram. Because, and look, not to shade anyone's body type, she looks fabulous, but she doesn't look as fabulous in person as she did, like, season six like right after she divorced Shay right when she was with Rob yeah so well when she thought she was with Rob yeah <laughs> when she was desperately trying to become Rob when she was under the impression wife. that she had a boyfriend yes. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so crazy worthy I hate that um I think another reason why I like Stassi is because she dates these guys who treat her like shit and then she reacts in an appropriate way and everyone's just kind of like why are you being so crazy? And then it comes out later that they're full-blown, like, psychopaths, like, fucking her best friend. Yep. She's couch, always right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I, I really think, even though, like, maybe I wouldn't... If my best friend fucked my boyfriend, I'd probably bash them in the face. I feel like it's mm-hmm. reasonable. Of course. That's yeah. very reasonable. Absolutely. For sure. And they're friends again. Who do we think is worse? Jax or Patrick? <laughs> I think Patrick. Really? Me too. I do. Because he's worse in a less obvious way. He's sinister. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. What and I guess, no, I guess I also am just like, I really loathe Jax. And it's so, and I, I hate him even more in the times when everyone's okay with him. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I just don't have forgiveness it's in disgusting. my heart for Jax. And I don't see what's appealing to him at all. He's so frustratingly gross to me. He's so and disgusting. His, yeah, his behavior is the worst. Um, so, but make the case for Patrick. I'm here for it. Pa- yeah, go ahead. I mean, he just... That time that they were at Pump, Stassi and Patrick and Lisa came over and, yeah, and Patrick started being, like, saying those disgusting things to her. Just, like, he just didn't give a shit. Like, Jax, I hate. He's a horrible person. Like, it's a close race. Right. But, like, he's trying not to be good. Like, it's almost like he's trying to be an asshole, which, Mm -hmm. like, for some reason makes it better for me. Whereas Patrick, I'm like, oh, he's not even trying at all. This is just who he is. This is just him. Yeah. I forgot about that. Like, weirdly hitting on Lisa in a very, like, yeah, sexual gross. gross, I like to watch you walk away or something. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that I hate faux intellect more than anything. And Patrick is just like, he thinks he's so much fucking smarter That's than so her. That's so true. And probably all women. You know, like, Jax mm. is basically a sex addict. And I'm not excusing his bad behavior, but it's pretty straightforward that it has very little to actually do with the person he's with. And he's so stupid. Yeah. And he's real <laughs> Yeah, he so is very stupid. Dumb. Patrick's kind of smart. Not very smart. Right. It's faux intellect for sure. Yes. But, like, he's not stupid in the way that Jack says. He's the kind of guy that's like, oh, you like the Lakers? Name five players not on the team like currently. <sighs> oh, and it's like, can you just get the fuck away from me? <laughs> like, he will... One time I was at a bar and this guy came up to me and my friends and the, he tried to do the pickup artist. Like, I feel like Patrick is like that where he'll come up to you and be like, can you name like the sixth ocean? Yeah. And oh. you're like, no. Can you get the fuck away from me so I can finish my drink? Can you name the sixth ocean? Yeah. So. And the way that, I mean, what was really sad, I think, is to like watch the way that Stassi would demure to him. Yeah. You know, like she became a different person with him, which was what was so troubling, I think, about their relationship. Yeah. And she was all, like, Xannied out, which, yeah, that's never good. If you have to be on Xanax to bring your boyfriend in public, like, that's Mm-mm. not a good relationship. She quit the show for him yeah. season three or four. Yeah. And she, like, moved to New York. Girl, to, no. For, and, like, 
for what was his job? He, he like, was literally doing what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, about sports. He's like, I gotta be in New York. I gotta be in the the Big Apple for this. Allegedly. I'm just like, I've never even heard of his fucking podcast. No. And I love sports. And my boyfriend has a sports podcast. And he's never heard of him either. So, like, so fuck you, here. Patrick. Yeah. Um, we don't like you. But I do think part of why I, we're consistently able to come back to Stassi and she's not like wearing and she's not too mean is because we see her and these relationships where even yes. though she has so much power in her friend group she continues to let herself sort of be brought down by these guys yeah. because she doesn't actually have as much confidence as she presents and I think that's something that everybody struggles with for mm-hmm. sure I've I've thought it's so interesting watching her with Bo who I love yes. but I I've had mixed feelings about it because I I, I don't have a lot love, of mixed feelings do you Bo, but good continue. well I just I want her to be happy and she seems genuinely happy which is sweet but it there is so much more for someone who we're talking about who's so strong and fierce and is this queen bee and has so much authority and is so smart she has such a dependency on her happiness with him, with the with the man in her life. And I think he is great. I think he is very uh, focused on her. And is very, I mean, that's obviously right. the footage that we're seeing. It's like it's just his relationship with her. But it bums me out how much everyone else in her life is like, this is so great that you're so much finally pressure. with yeah. this good guy. So Yeah, I, uh, I also have such an issue with Bo's clothes yeah. <laughs> like that, what are you doing ugh. this woman you're dating ha- ha- has made a national holiday of outfit of the day and you're almost 40 can you please fucking buy a normal pair of pants but that but he's doing it on purpose like that's that's what we were talking about before before we started recording this about these like men who are so on all the time yes Bo is so on and yeah. I bet he he's cheesy. Is he's cheesy. exhausting. Yeah. I bet you're with him for half an hour and you're like, I need to take a walk. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, need like, to get some fresh air. Sometimes I wonder, and you know, <laughs> my boyfriend jokes around about this too, where it's like she had dated men who treated her so badly that the bar was so low. Like I've mm. done that as well. Like the people I have That's previously so dated. And Mike will always be like, how do you even know that this is good? Because you didn't have, you know, joking, yeah. loving, joking way. But um, I feel like with Stassi, sometimes I wonder if it's just like, oh, great, I found someone who isn't going to literally block me while they're in Amsterdam and fuck my best friend. <laughs> right. Um, and now I should just marry them, I guess. I don't know. But was also devastatingly unfunny yeah he's he's not not funny funny. and they think that he is fucking johnny carson over here it's exactly what you're saying they're just confused because he is like sweet and he is like sort of passive and he seems happy-go-lucky and that is being confused for being this like perfect gentleman that like like, dinosaur costume i was just gonna say that (laughs) that's the least (laughs) funny thing i've ever seen like what's going on he would just leave that fucking costume on all day long every Uh, day if she never told him to take it off like that's how i feel about it yeah well he i my issue with Bo is i think that Bo likes the cameras more than Bo wants us to think he likes the cameras Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i saw him i went to countess and friends at the wiltern Mm -hmm. and i saw Bo there and stassi was out of town oh and I there I think somebody else was there. I I want and my memory oh, serves me correctly. No, I know no. he. I think he was there with Slade Smiley no, and Gretchen no. from the Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh, no. What? There were other oh. people. I'm just like I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't the slime. Oh, no. I know. I cannot. I don't recall I take seeing back other everything people, nice I said about right. Bo. 
I don't recall seeing other people from Vanderpump. Well, maybe he's was straight there, up but... in the credits this new season. Yeah. yeah, he's like in the opening credits, and I did not like that at all. Slade Didn't care for is that. a great like template to explain Bo. You know, yeah. because Ugh, he was Slade. so fucking like fame hungry. He will fuck every single housewife. Yeah. <laughs> like he had his radio show. Like every single thing he did, his stand up. Oh my god, I remember that stand up? Everything he did was all about just continuing to be like valuable on the show. And I think hopefully Bo's a little bit more. I, I think he's being a little more masked about it. But yeah. that might be the direction that we're going. It's like I, th- I think he's a. I think Bo's a good guy. Yeah. I just I I worry that people are like hoisting him too much yeah, for like yeah. he's so normal he's so mm-hmm. regular and it's like well i i mean maybe i mean if we're comparing yeah. the jacks yeah yeah but i sure. don't think he's i just think he likes the cameras yeah well they're engaged now so they are engaged <laughs> beautiful ring yeah let's uh that's a great segue into our trailer yeah guys i had full body chills full body <laughs> full body chills the song with no music like a, the acapella version of the theme song yeah great wow decision by the end yeah it was like, Whoever, it was like when yeah. beyonce recorded crazy in love yes. acapella for 50 shades of gray exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's a mood. It's a mood. You have some inside info. Abby was Sheena for Halloween, and she went to Sir, and she was like, can I just buy a Sir uniform? So, yeah, for years I've wanted to do this costume, and every year, I I feel like after season one, I was like, oh, that's my costume. Right. And I couldn't find the dress anywhere online, like on eBay or on Etsy or anything. Mm -hmm. And then I went to check again this year, and I still couldn't find it. So I was just like, I'm just going to call Sir. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and who did you buy your uniform from? Danica. Who's who, one of the new cast members. One of the new cast members. And I didn't recognize her. I mean, she's who I yeah. talked to on the phone. And I was like, hey, weird question. Can I buy a sir dress for my Halloween costume? And she was like, um, yeah, sure. Come <laughs> on down. Like, this is a lawless restaurant. This is yeah, a lawless land. Land. Sometimes we just burn down part of the restaurant <laughs> so we can have the insurance money to open another that, that's actually very accurate um but so i went down there and she was like yeah just ask for me and i went down there and she was very nice she did not get a joke that i made which was troubling she was like she gave me a couple dresses to go try on and she was like the bathroom's down there and i was like oh i think it's really sweet that you think i don't know where the bathroom ah! is and she was like oh okay oh, no. i was like Ugh. she also said something that was so rude to me like i just I hope accidentally, but <laughs> so she gave me, she gave me the dress. I told you about this, right? She yeah. gave me the the one dress that I ended up getting. And then she gave me, uh, two other dresses like to try on. And she's like, like in different sizes. Cause I was like, Ooh, this one looks really small. And she, so she gave me a couple sizes and she let me go try them on. And so I went out and I was like, I'm just going to get this one. And she goes, the extra small, really? <gasps> And just because this isn't a visual medium, I have to say I've seen Abby in her undergarments mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. Her body is tight, tight, tight. There's no question that she can fit into that. <laughs> yeah. Like you are breathtaking. Oh my god, yeah. that's so much. Crazy bitchy you know, response. So rude. It's yeah. really rude. I mean, I'm tall, but like Right. Uh, We're I'm not body shaming anybody. <laughs> if you're not an extra small, I'm not always an extra small. I got a big tissue. Who tushy, among us? But it's I'm just I mean, saying like that's a rude thing to say and unfounded. It's just, it's I'm not the size that you would be like, really? Yeah. Like with that tone. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm normally like a like a hard medium. 
medium, but like that, it's not out of the fucking realm of possibilities. Yeah, okay, it's such a it's a <laughs> such a no brainer thing to never say. I like know. you should never say a size with a question mark at the end of it so to I'm, anyone. I'm of coming any, like, in hot with Danica this season. I do feel personally attacked by her because I have been. So when she <laughs> when was this just a private exchange? You bought the dress private. from her. From her. So here's I wonder what, if she got in trouble for that. She charged me for a t-shirt. Okay. It was like $40. Interesting. Yeah, she was like, I'll just charge you for a t-shirt. What, I sort of thought she'd give it to me for free. Were the uniforms but... in, in a package? <laughs> no. She was like, I'll go upstairs and grab you one. This is like... <gasps> is this like her uniform that she sold you? No, I think they just have like a box of nasty uniforms upstairs. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so here's another question I have. Yep. Did you speak to her on the phone beforehand? Yes. So she is working there. She worked... Danica fully works there. Having taped, answering the phone... Greeting customers selling uniforms. Correct. So this whole idea that this show is fake and they don't actually work there. I mean, obviously, like, the other people have graduated. But, I mean, because I wasn't sure. I've been in, you you know this, and we'll share this on our Instagram, too. I've been fortunate enough to be in the background of a scene of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> yeah. By complete accident, mm-hmm. I just walked in, and I sat down in a corner booth, and they were, it was Jackson and Lisa filming, and the way that it was set up was, the left side of the bar was Jack's sort of like fake bartending and then there was a real <laughs> bartender that would cross in and out behind him and next to him and actually take care of people. So oh. I was under the impression like, oh, I don't know if they ever actually were real servers here, but it appears... They definitely were. That the new people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I think before that you get are. famous, you yeah. you do work there. I have a, a girlfriend who has hosted there oh. and is currently still hosting there part-time and I asked her that. And she was like, yeah, they all, they work there and they, it's a whole thing. I also took, my grandmother is a huge Vanderpump <laughs> fan. And oh when she visited Los Angeles last year, we went to Sir, and it was just like the most treasured memory Did you have ever. dinner? We had dinner. Disgusting, and right? And Peter came up to us. It wasn't disgusting. Mm. Mm. But disagree. it was <laughs> hard to disagree. But it was my grandparents and me and Peter oh, was so on the cute. floor and he, and she, my grandmother like, freaked out and then he came and sat down with us and like answered all of her questions and we got a very cute picture and he was very sweet peter fully works there peter fully actually like Like, i used to drive down robertson when i worked at fox at like so i'd be leaving my house at like 10 a.m and he would be like raising up the yeah he, the blinds yeah. at sir at ten o'clock in the morning like he's opening yeah he sir. definitely and this was like two years ago I feel like when he is in scenes in the show it's like him coming off of a shift he'll oh, be he's like, like rolling up his sleeves and he'll be like guys okay, sorry I just like closed the restaurant yeah he's like actually really working and at you know the who restaurant. else works there and has been there literally every single time I've gone which unfortunately is a lot oh. including the other day when I went to get this dress Lisa's son, son. Max yeah oh. speaking of Lisa Vanderpump she is wearing a fabulous gold sparkly cape in this trailer in her like slow oh, motion yeah. and where she throws her bag I was like Lisa have you noticed that, that like some of them used old yes yeah. what is that is that like when you don't want to take a new driver's license photo because it was a really good photo <laughs> maybe I guess yeah. and you're like yeah. I'm like I was 24 in that picture and now yeah. I'm not yeah so just keep Lala's it you're gonna drag it out of my of cold dead hands <laughs> why is Sheena still in the paisley uniform but now she's added like a rhinestone statement necklace well she's the only OG that they're forcing to still work there right yeah she's the bridge but she is like such a stark difference between her and Stassi mm-hmm. like 
with like she they those two are such an example of you teach people how to treat you yeah like mm. sheena teaches everyone Oof. to treat her that way i feel that deeply and i feel like i'm a sheena oh same <laughs> <laughs> you know that like, was a gut punch for Alyssa. That was, <laughs> we need to pause until Alyssa can take a minute um <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do? I just I want to know. be on everyone's side. I just want <laughs> you still work here? Okay. And Stassi's like, can you get the fuck out of I mean, here? I mean, Stassi, yeah. she was the first one to yes. stop working there. And she's like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And mm-hmm. clearly the producers were like, okay, you can still be on the show. Yeah, like, we'll figure it out. You teach people how to treat you. Yeah, yeah. poor Sheena. For sure. Yeah. Um, when she's in the alley oh my god that trailer just like talking she's like, like woman to woman yeah woman to woman <laughs> yeah. um, I mean it's like okay 35 year old woman to 22 year old yeah. like that woman is like that poor girl oh yeah. it's so sad it's kind of a nice passing of the torch though I imagine the structure is like Sheena was our in for the pilot she was the new girl and now she's yes. like warning them like be careful which is brilliant yeah that's why I think they're using this season as a launching pad to do mm-hmm. a new class yeah. So. yeah it does feel that way they're really not interacting the OGs are not interacting with the new people except for Lala who's just like at that one dinner right. in the trailer yeah and Raquel is Raquel gonna be working Oh, that's right. Raquel's going to so be working they're there. they're kind of siphoning people off to keep it consistent. Are we getting oh Britney's God. wedding this yes, season? Yes. Why isn't that in the trailer? It, there's it a, there's a trailer the for wedding, crying. She ha- With the pizza box? Dress. Yes. That was pizza great. Pizza box Genius. and the wedding dress. But that was like, that looked like, like a bachelorette party thing. Like she yeah. was like, it was like a shitty oh, party yeah, city yeah, veil, yeah, yeah. you know? Fingers crossed. I mean. I hope that wasn't her fucking veil. That was disgusting. Not so great wedding dress try-ons for Brittany, and I'm like, I hope she did not choose this one. My body like, looks awesome in this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she did that? Yeah. My body looks awesome in this. Oh my god, I love her. She is very cute. She's I also darling. noticed that Tom is swinging a pocket watch in his intro, <gasps> and I'm just like, Tom, he is. Grow up a little. <laughs> like, what is this aesthetic? We're not steampunk. It's not the early 2000s. You own a restaurant. He's probably like, I own a restaurant, so I need a pocket. Watch. A pocket watch. watch. She's like fucking Mr. Peanut. I know. That's my favorite moment, Loki, of the trailer too. Is him going, "Do you even know me? Do you even know me?" He's like he's crying so emotional. and screaming. He's so. Emotional. Are they not friends anymore, Tom and Jax? They like yeah. unfollowed each other. They're yeah. Right? But did they he refollow was each other from the wedding and all that stuff? That's right. Yeah. They're doing, I think, a pretty good job by about keeping mm-hmm. plot under wraps. Yeah. Like, there's some spoilers I've seen on Instagram, but like. Not stuff like that. Like, I'm unclear on if they're still friends. Was Tom in the wedding? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh Come God. to Santa Monica Boulevard, you'll see all of them. Oh my God. All the time. I've seen Ken. My favorite is that one time I saw Ken <laughs> just wandering around the garbage dumps at Pavilions, which is a grocery what? store. What? Yeah. Just like, wa- just like wandering. <laughs> Did he have Jiggy? No, he was just by himself. <laughs> Why is he at a pavilion? I don't know. This is the most confusing thing to me. So I've seen like a Milo Ventimiglia. Ooh. Uh, and wow, you really stuck the landing Ooh, on his last you name. Did. I admire so that. Much. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> I have seen him and I have seen Nick Vial at the Whole Foods in Venice. And if I ever have any amount of legitimate money, I will never be doing my own grocery shopping. I don't even need that much money. Fuck no yeah i just i I need a very small amount of money to to pay someone to do that for me or even just groceries delivered oh yeah whatever why would you ever go into a grocery store ken no somebody like nick i bet likes going into a grocery store to be seen he's dying to be recognized he he just loves being recognized this morning when i was getting bananas at the grocery (laughs) store because then you said if they have bananas and i was like yeah Alyssa, they'll have bananas bananas." just if they have it i went into ralph's and 
I saw Jenna from Are You the One on MTV. Wow, that's a deep cut. Which is a deep cut. But what's crazy about it is I saw her at Ralph's this morning. I saw her at Disneyland last week. We wow. all have those people. Isn't that crazy? I think I when you live in Los anyone. Angeles, you have those people who you see all the time. <sighs> I've seen Molly Shannon more than I've seen like my mother in the past <laughs> five years. Yeah, I see her all the time. Wow, what a world we live in. I know. I want to backpedal for a second and say that I realized some uh, dudes that I worked on a show with did tell me that that Venice Whole Foods is a great spot to look at leggings on women. <laughs> so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. It probably is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I've heard that about it. Target. Yeah. Yeah. I worked with a guy once who was like, oh, I love going to Target. It's just Ew. all the girls in leggings <laughs> shopping for stuff, taking their time. It's so true. And I'm like, oh my God. It's so creepy. true. We're all wearing leggings, not yeah. you. Alyssa yeah, and I are both wearing, wearing leggings. leggings. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I am in jeans. <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> sitting on the floor in my jeans. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted to ask, do you want to plug the new Netflix show that you're working on? Yeah, I'm working on a new show on Netflix called Sunshine Scouts. It is a Shondaland show. It's her <gasps> first comedy, Ooh, which is very exciting. exciting. Um, it's been announced for... A long time, so I'm sure I can talk about it. Yes. Um, it's about a group of Girl Scouts in this world. They're called the Sunshine Scouts, who are at their camp when the apocalypse happens. Mm-hmm. And it's a dark comedy. It's kind of, uh, we're kind of saying in the room that it's Pen15 meets Chernobyl. Ooh. <laughs> and yeah. we need that. I, know, I have right? been waiting for that. It's so great. We're writing yes. it right now. It's such a great show. We have such great writers. And it's going to be so funny. I think that it will probably be out in about a year. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so watch this space. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and where, where can people find you if they decide to listen to our podcast? Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm on Instagram at Abby C. Caldwell, A-B-B-E-Y. Yay! Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thank nice. you so much for all your inside info, Abby. Thank yes, you guys. Thanks for coming. You. This was so much fun.